And David Lomman, welcome along this Tuesday. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, everyone. And what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about Gord today. There's been a bit of advertising about it, and I thought it might be a, a time to talk and revisit again the, the um, issue of digestion and efficient digestion and how you can actually achieve that. This is to NURFM's Health and Wellbeing. We do it for our sponsor, Balance to Wellness.com.au. Today, we're talking about Gord. Now, gourd is sort of in the news, but it's been around for a long time. It didn't have that name gourd. That's, to me, fairly recent. It was reflux or heartburn or indigestion or burning or sensations of bloating and discomfort and all of those sort of things. So now it's been called gastroesophageal reflux disease. G-O-R-D. G. And to me, it's not a disease. It's a lifestyle Um, result basically because the digestive system relies on a process of digestion first of all in the chewing in the mouth and the breakdown of the food in the mouth then a process of the stomach acids joining that food that's properly broken down and being able to process that and then pass it out through the digestive system into the duodenum area and then the release of the pancreatic enzymes and the release of the bile from the liver and gallbladder. When that doesn't work effectively, then you will get heartburn or reflux. And it usually doesn't work effectively because over the years, I believe, when people have eaten the wrong foods for their body, whether it's takeaways or too much protein or the wrong sorts of protein or foods that they're intolerant to, the liver and the pancreas can't do their job effectively. And because they can't do their job effectively, the digestive system doesn't function effectively. So rather than see it as a disease state, I see it as a warning sign that the body is trying to tell us that something is badly wrong and we need to do something about it rather than just take antacids. We need to back up our body by helping it to recover its energy. And at this point, I should say that if you've got a question you'd like to put to David, uh, naturopath David Lomond today on 2NURFM's Health and Wellbeing, you can call it in, 49216216. So often, often one of the major causes is that we have too much protein and therefore we deplete our digestive enzymes. And without the digestive enzymes and being unable to digest that protein or wheat, for instance, in the form of a cakes or even breads, uh, even wholemeal breads, our digestive system begins to ferment food in the gut rather than digest that food in the gut. And because of that fermentation, there's a reflux situation going on and there's acids rising back up the throat. Now, if that gets bad enough, it will burn out the esophageal valve it will burn that out and then there'll be this constant regurgitation of food and the constant um, flow back that shouldn't be happening and everything ought to be kept healthily in the stomach and digested through. So many people, when we do the biochemic checks that we find, they actually have an overloaded liver and the saliva pH is far too alkaline to actually do the digestion of the protein effectively. And combining that with a very acid uh, urine, which shows that the body's way out of balance, that's a pointer to us that there's going to be a reflux situation going on. Gord, not nice if you've experienced it. No, not nice. And the symptoms can be heartburn, excessive burping, 
regurgitation when fluid or food comes back into the mouth and sometimes people will get a bile taste in the mouth which is a really vile taste um sudden filling of the mouth with saliva they get a flooding of the mouth with saliva difficulty swallowing sore throat a persistent dry cough now that's caused because of the acid reflux coming back up into the throat and that's causing a um an irritation in the throat leading to that dry cough and chest pain and the and i'll just look this up off the website and of course if you have any chest pain it's important that you go to see your doctor and get that checked out because sometimes it can be reflux and indigestion other times it can be an impending heart attack and whatever it is you need to get it checked out and just to be able to talk it over with a professional whether it's a naturopath or your doctor remember that in the majority of cases if you change your diet and certainly in the clinic where i see people all the time with with reflux bloating indigestion problems if when they people change their diet the reflux goes away in the majority of cases there's very few times where i haven't been able to help people get rid of that reflux and indigestion this is to new rfms health and well-being for our sponsor balance to wellness.com.au taking your calls david lomman is and lorraine has rung in from nelson bay hello lorraine good afternoon david thank you for taking my call you're very welcome i have a question do you have consulting rooms or do you sometimes go out of the area and sort of come to nelson bay to do your um your night clinics I haven't been to Nelson Bay yet, but um, there's always a chance we could. If you speak to Philip about that, we could certainly look at doing a seminar there and um, helping people understand a little bit more about that side of health. That would certainly make it a bit easier, wouldn't it, for people in the Nelson Bay area? Yes. Um, Good. Thank you very much, Lorraine, for your call. And Ian, you've rung in. Hello, Ian. Hi, David. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, look, I've just got uh, some information, not actually a question. Um, I had uh, all of uh, the above that you mentioned uh, with Gord, uh, yes. constant burping and all the rest of it, and um, the doctors here couldn't, uh, they just said give up beer, give up wine, give up this, give up that, and yes. you know, nothing seemed to work. So in the end, I went to a, um, uh, and then, sorry, what are they called, gastroenterologist. Yes. Um, and he turned around and said, oh, there's nothing wrong. He said, uh, just chew your food uh, more slowly. So this continued, and in the end, I went to a specialist in Sydney who did an endoscopy or carried out an endoscopy and found I had the early stages of celiac disease. Yes. Anyway, long story short, uh, since I've given up gluten, uh, which you have to do, um, all the above disappeared a yes. whole lot. Yes, it's one of the most common causes is to look at food intolerances and sort out what's actually happening at the gut level. Uh, Taking into account, though, that if, if you had a really good digestive system, you wouldn't get the symptoms. So there's a background story there somewhere that needs to be investigated. So that's great that you've been able to track that down, Ian. Fantastic, Ian. Yes, so we are talking about gourd, but we're happy to take your calls on other topics as well. 49216216, there's a line available for you now. The the other thing to recognise, and I think it's really important, is that gourd can be a forerunner to much more serious disease states. 
So whether you call it gourd or heartburn or reflux or whatever it may be, probably one in five Australians these days suffers from it, especially the adults. But there are children as well who suffer from symptoms of gourd, symptoms of heartburn, symptoms of reflux, and they often complain of tummy aches. And that's one of the most common ways that a child who can't talk really about what they're feeling is complaining of, they've got this bad tummy ache. And the bad tummy ache is because exactly some of the things Ian talked about is that the the inability to digest wheat and the inability to digest the gluten foods, which is wheat, barley, oats and rye, are some of the primary causes that I find in clinic all the time of causing reflux and indigestion problems, along with uh, people who eat far too much protein. So for some people, any protein is any animal protein is too much, and for other people, small amounts of protein is okay. But if we overindulge in high amounts of protein and we don't have the digestive enzyme function in our body, our body can't handle that. Rosemary, you've got a question for David on 2NURFM's health and wellbeing. Hello, Rosemary. Hi, David. Oh, I can hear you on my wireless. I'll just turn that off. Yes, that's always a problem, Sorry. isn't it? <laughs> okay. Yes. That better? Yes, that's good. Okay. Um, David... Uh, I was diagnosed with celiac six years ago. Yes. And shortly after that, my antibodies were 300, and normal is 24, as you'd probably know. Right. Um, and I had a very big psychotic event, and the um, doctors, the psychiatrist and the immunology fellow, both think that it was related to the celiac. Have you heard of that before? Yes, because there's very good evidence that's come out of Canada where Abraham Hoffer did a lot of work with schizophrenia and bipolar disorder that um, gluten foods, in particular wheat, because of the modifications of the wheat in the past 30 years uh, and that wheat not being able to be processed effectively by the body, that can affect the brain and that can affect the mental state. So, yes, it, it is quite common and quite possible that that's what happened for you. To a new RFM's health and well-being, it's 2921. We're taking your calls, 49216216. And this is to a new RFM's health and well-being. For our sponsor, balancedtowellness.com.au, we're taking your calls on 49216216. As David's talking about about gourd today and digestive-type problems. And Marie, you've got a question for David. Hello, Marie. Hi, good afternoon. Um, my question is, uh, you were talking about um, gourd and also celiac, that sort of thing. Yes. I had all the tests, and I've been diagnosed as not celiac, but actually allergic to gluten, which, as yes. you understand, is worse because you've got anaphylaxis. So what actually causes the difference between some people being celiac where they can tolerate some, like, small amounts of gluten, whereas other people actually are allergic to gluten, where you can have absolutely nothing of that, that type of product at all, otherwise you're going anaphylaxis? Yes. The, the biggest issue is really how well the organs of digestion are functioning and how much minerals and the right minerals you have in your body to produce the enzymes to digest the food. 
So a food is reactive because we can't digest it. So that says immediately that the kidneys are play, come into play, the excess adrenaline is pumped, you know, the whole system goes into an overreactive state. So di- did this come on slowly for you? Obviously, you wouldn't have had this as a child. This is for something that's developed over the years. Um, well, my mother, we, she used to bake bread rather than buy bread, generally speaking. Right. Um, and a lot of things she'd say, oh, well, you know, dear, we don't eat that, you know. Yes. <laughs> sort of thing. And um, like if I went to my aunt's and she would give me like green apples, my mother would drop fit. She'd say, no, 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 she can only have delicious apples. Yes. Um, there, there, is a, there is a place in which emotional trauma or emotional things about food can also have an effect on the way in which our body reacts to them. So if you've been taught certain things about food and then you eat that food, the emotional effects of what you've been taught in the past can have that reaction in your body. Now, when I was a child, if I did actually have that food, I would become quite ill. Yes. And I couldn't have, like, cow's milk till I was seven. I had to have goat's milk, like fresh goat's milk. Yes, so you were born with food intolerances or sensitivities. And they've just got worse over the years. Just wondering why some people actually are allergic to gluten as to just being celiac, we, you know, which isn't quite, which isn't... It would depend on the biochemistry of the body to find that out and also to find out where your minerals are in particular. There's no, there would not be one simple formula for that. There has to be a whole range of different reasons why that's happening. And probably everybody's different anyway, aren't they? We so are. That makes a bit yeah, of difference. Yeah, we really are. And that's where the testing comes in. Tom from Raymond Terrace, you've got a question for David. Hello, Tom. Hi. Um David, I've, I, I've been diagnosed uh, quite a long time ago with Helicobacter pylori, which yes. I was treated for, yes. uh, and, and uh, it didn't have any effect, like uh, I've still got it. Yes. Uh, they did a breath test afterwards and said, yes, you've still got it and there's nothing we can do. Yes. Uh, now I'm on, uh, I'm, I've been on um, Prazazole or whatever they call it, Nexium, I was yes. on Nexium Pariot, now I'm on Zoton. Um, is it possible that I that 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 my problem, uh, because the, the 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 symptoms are the same as uh, as Gord, um, is is could my problem be be that rather than than helicobacter? Well, I'd pretty well. I can't say definitely say so, but I would pretty well say so. Um, and rather than say Gord, I would say that you've got a problem with your pH balances in your body. And right. you've got a problem with the liver function. And if you sort those things out and you mm. take the right sort of enzymes for your body, most of your symptoms will usually go away fairly quickly. These are the sort of things that can actually, you know, to help people get over the reflux diseases, it, and with a natu- working with a naturopath, usually within a month, most of the problem has gone away. Now, heartburn and things, how common is heartburn, Dave? Well, heartburn is very, very common, and it's one of the major symptoms of what they call gourd. Uh, it's that heartburn reaction, but it's really because the food isn't digesting properly in the small intestine, and the small intestine is then pushing up onto the heart as well. So you're getting this pressure upwards onto the heart because the food isn't digesting properly, but it all starts in the mouth. It starts with a pH balance of the saliva, and it starts with a pH balance throughout the body. So 
correcting that through knowing where the biochemistry is and doing something about that in a much bigger way than just taking a medication is, I believe, the answer to gourd and all the reflux and heartburn-type diseases. Certainly this topic has struck a chord with people, and uh, no doubt there'll be more on that a little later on. Thank you very much, David Thank Longman. you, yeah, because I'd really, uh, even tonight where we're doing that, we'll talk much more about it tonight as well. Mm. And you'll be able to catch this program on podcast uh, on 2NURFM's website, 2 com.